all my dear listeners, and welcome to Season 2 of Counter Melody. It is I, your host, Daniel Gundlach, and once again I'm eager to delve into the world of song with you. I'm devoted to bringing you the voices of beloved artists, often focusing on unexpected facets of their artistry. In addition, I look forward to presenting less celebrated but equally treasurable singers who also deserve our attention and respect. Since I started this podcast, I've learned even more about the topic to which I have devoted my life, and I'm honored to have you join me on this ongoing mutual journey of discovery. Let's get down to today's business. Great singers and great singing. Hi everyone, welcome to Counter Melody. It's been a tough week, and yesterday I just lost a very dear friend of mine, the stage director and set designer Fred Bant, the husband of my dear friend Janet Williams. And though I did not know him, I know that the opera world also is suffering greatly from the loss of the baritone and educator Thomas Hammonds. I know that he was a very good friend to a number of my good friends and they're feeling the loss really profoundly. So my condolences to all of you as well. Even before Fred was taken, I had been planning an episode that reflected specifically on the suffering that so many of us are going through right now in this world at this moment. I knew I had to do an episode that would offer some kind of voice of consolation. This is the voice that came to me.
That's the Welsh soprano Margaret Price. She is the featured artist today. I look forward to bringing you many of her most comforting recordings. At the same time, I want to give you an overview of her extraordinarily wide repertoire and versatility. An early specialty of hers was the music of Mozart. She sang everything from Cherubino to Constanze. The following is from what might be her greatest Mozart role, the Countess in Nozze di Figaro. This is from her studio recording of that opera with Riccardo Muti conducting the Vienna Philharmonic. I'm quoting here from an interview that Margaret Price gave in 1985. I always tended to sing the people who are hard done by in life. If you look, for example, at the Countess in Figaro, she's hard done by. She's fallen in love with a man who's not faithful to her. She has a hard time until we get to the last part of the last act where they all come together. That's something else, but the life that she's got is not easy. I think you hear that reflected in this performance of Porgi Amor from the beginning of the second act.
Certainly one of her biggest early splashes was as Constanze in Die Entführung aus dem Serail, with which she had an enormous success at Kleinborn. A recording of excerpts was made in 1972, and this is from that recording, with John Pritchard conducting the London Philharmonic Orchestra, Ach, ich liebte. candidate for the greatest Mozart role that Margaret Price undertook is Fior di Ligi. She recorded it in 1972 with a mentor from early in her career, Otto Klemperer. Previously, he had known her as a Zerlina, a Marcellina in Fidelio, and she sang Barbarina in his recording of Merge Figaro. When she heard that he was recording Così, she wrote to him and asked to be considered for the role. But he did require some convincing, because he did not realize how much her voice had grown. It's a peculiar recording, 
Everything tends to be on the very, very, very slow side, but here is an exquisite moment from the opera and from the recording. The trio, Soave, Sia il Vento. The other singers are Ivan Minton as Dorabella and Hans Sotin as Don Alfonso. In Così fan tutte, there's always the eternal question of which man each of the sisters ends up with at the end. In another interview that I read with Margaret Price, she stated that it was her opinion that Fiordiligi chooses to be on her own at the end, and that she had done production in which that actually happened. And she further stated that no matter what the final outcome that the director chose, that she always had in her mind the thought that Fiordiligi 
Gigi at this point, because of everything that she had undergone, would prefer to be by herself rather than with either Ferrando or Guglielmo. And I think it might be worth noting here that Margaret Price herself remained a single woman throughout the course of her life. She also tended to be very practical and an extreme perfectionist, and in her retirement devoted herself to raising and breeding golden retrievers, her canine of choice. This highlights one really important aspect of Price's artistry. She never sat back on her laurels. She was always restudying her roles and her repertoire, finding new meaning in parts that she had already done, in songs that she had already performed. This is one of the very many things that I treasure about her, that she is not at all a cookie-cutter singer. I find that Margaret Price's cool, timbre, and impeccable musicality serve her particularly well in Mozart, but she also went on to make her mark in the operas of Giuseppe Verdi. She went on the record as stating that Elisabetta in Don Carlo was her favorite Verdi part. Certainly one admires the way that this voice crests over the big phrases. I'm going to offer you, from a live performance at La Scala in 1978, Margaret Price's performance of Elisabetta's other aria, Non pianger mia compagna. Elisabetta's husband, Filippo, has just discovered that his wife has been left alone against his express command, and he banishes her handmaiden, the Countess of Ehrenberg, to return to France. She sings this aria to comfort her companion.
This next scene is from Verdi's Simon Boccanegra, which was one of Margaret Price's early Verdi assumptions, and another role in which she was supreme. This is the so-called chamber council scene. The plot to Simon Boccanegra is uniquely confusing and complicated. But let me just say that in the previous scene, the doge, Simon Boccanegra, rediscovers his daughter, who disappeared when she was an infant. Meanwhile, she has narrowly escaped an abduction by one of his most trusted advisors and courtiers, because he had promised that courtier her hand in marriage. Once he discovers that she is his daughter, however, he gives her permission to marry the man whom she is truly in love with, that is, his enemy. But then the man he has trusted turns on him and attempts to kidnap his daughter Amelia to have for himself. She refuses to name him as she describes her abduction, and Bocanegra then demands that the opposing parties make their peace with each other as his daughter Amelia, that is Margaret Price, crests a beautiful phrase repeatedly on the word pace. Wouldn't it be lovely to imagine a world in which opposing parties could respect each other instead of one of them being complete and utter maniacs and madmen? Ah yes, the nobility of a ruler, something that one has not encountered in my home country in a very long time. Oh, my God. 
Perhaps Margaret Price's most iconic Verdi assumption was the role of Desdemona in Otello, in which she made various debuts in big opera houses, including the Met, and in which she had an enormous success, and understandably so. A few weeks ago, in my Ruth Bader Ginsburg memorial tribute, I featured a nearly complete recording of Margaret Price singing at the 25th Gala celebration for the lyric opera of Chicago. Here, I'm offering a recording from the very end of her operatic career, that is 1991. This is a performance with Alain Lombard conducting. In this case, I'm going to offer you the Ave Maria. Ave Maria, piena di grazia, eletta fra le spose, le virgini sei tu, sia benedetto il frutto, Benedetta di tue materne viscere, Gesù.
I want to offer you a portion of the aria Und ob die Wolke sie verhülle from der Freischütz of Karl Maria von Weber. Margaret Price only sang this in a concert performance, and also she sang the arias in recital from time to time. Even when the clouds hide it, the sun still shines in the heavens and proves that blind chance is not the overriding force in the world. The Lord looks lovingly over all his creation. Though time constraints prevent me from including the entire aria on this podcast, I did want to offer you another example of Margaret Price singing oratorio. This is from Edward Elgar's 1906 choral extravaganza, The Kingdom. This is the extremely beautiful, this is an excerpt from the extremely beautiful aria, The Sun Goes Down. Here, Margaret Price is led by Adrian Bolt, conducting the London Philharmonic Orchestra. As with the Bach that I offered last week, I challenge my listeners who are not professed Christians to overlook the message of the text itself and to marvel in the extremely beautiful and compelling music.
I'm going to take a very short pause here and remind you all that I am gladly accepting contributions from people on my Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash countermelody. Any monthly pledge that you make from $2 a month upward will enable you to access the bonus episodes that I have thus far produced. In doing research on Margaret Price's enormously wide repertoire, I realized that I had a full episode's worth of her singing art songs that simply would not fit on the episode. So I'm doing a bonus episode, offering you more Margaret Price. And again, that's accessible via the Patreon page, patreon.com slash countermelody. Thank you all so much for your support. Margaret Price was a devoted, dedicated, and superb leader singer. The selections that I'm going to offer you today illustrate the intensity and purity of her delivery. I note here that one comes to appreciate Margaret Price's artistry and particularly her dedication to the expression of the text when one actually listens to these recordings and performances with the score in hand. It's not necessary, but it helps you clearly trace her delineation of each single word and the way that she infuses it with particular meaning while always staying within the context of her supreme musicality. First is the Brahms song Immer leiser wird mein Schlummer. This is the song of a dying woman who describes her impending death and pleads with her former lover, if you want to see me one last time, please, please come quickly. I have quite simply never heard a better performance of this song, ever. Thank you. 
This next song is a relative rarity. I had mentioned that an early Mozart role of Margaret Price's was Cherubino. In fact, she made her Covent Garden debut when she stepped in at the last minute to replace an ailing Teresa Berganza. In an interview, Margaret Price described how Teresa Berganza remained a very close friend of hers, and Berganza and her husband went on to suggest to Margaret Price a range of Spanish songs that they thought she would interpret particularly well. This song by Granados is one of his less known offerings and is called Elegia Eterna. I adore this song and her performance of it. The story told herein is of a butterfly that holds an undying love for the rose who does not acknowledge his existence because she herself is in love with the morning breeze. But a Alas, the breeze is in love with the mist, and the mist loves the river, and the river flows away, carrying the breeze and the mist with it, leaving the rose alone and abandoned. In despair, she dies and sheds her petals, and on the remaining stem, the butterfly perches, folds his wings, and dies. Granados takes a simple idea, such as one encounters in another great song in Spanish, La Rosa y el Sauce, by Carlos Guastavino. In the case of Guastavino's song, it's the willow tree in love with a rose, who is stolen away by a fickle girl, leaving the willow tree to mourn. In the case of Granados, the situation becomes much more complicated and profoundly tragic. You can certainly hear the enormous passion and vocal amplitude that Margaret Price brings to this song. It's worth noting here that Margaret Price professed never to have studied voice with anyone, and that she arrived at her technique through the music and by a natural tendency to sing legato.
now I'm going to offer you a lullaby by the British composer Phyllis Tate, one of the three Gaelic ballads. This is called The Hush Song, and here Margaret Price is accompanied, as she was in the two previous songs, by her collaborator, mentor, coach, and partner, James Lockhart. Since Phyllis Tate who lived from 1911 to 1987, is so little known today. I'm just going to read you a short statement that appears on the website devoted to her legacy. She was modest and intuitive and not given to theorizing about her own compositions or contemporary music in general. She refused an offer of a professorship at the Royal Academy of Music as she firmly believed that musical creativity could not be taught. We, as her descendants, feel that her musical legacy has been unjustly ignored and hope that this website will promote greater awareness of her unique contribution to 20th century music. I strongly encourage you to visit this website, and I very much hope that you enjoy this song.
in one of my previous Music for a World in Crisis episodes. I offered the songs of Franz Schubert as an example of how one can find consolation in nature. This next song, Robert Schumann's Mondnacht, the fifth of the Opus 39 Liederkreis cycle, to a text by Josef von Eichendorf, describes the poet observing the moonlight, feeling his soul expand and taking flight. This is an ethereal and transcendent performance, in my opinion. Once again, Margaret Price is accompanied by James Lockhart in this, surely one of Schumann's greatest songs.
The final art song I'm offering today is Franz Schubert's Du bist die Ruhe. It describes an undying love. This is a live performance from a Wigmore Hall recital in which Margaret Price is accompanied by Jeffrey Parsons. She recorded this song many times over the course of her career. I particularly love the phrasing in this version. Over the years, Margaret Price's voice retained much of its beauty, and that's certainly apparent here in a performance from the last years of her career. You are rest and gentle peace. You are both longing and that which stills it. Full of joy and grief, I consecrate to you my eyes and my heart as a dwelling place. Draw towards me and softly close the gate behind you. Drive all other fear from my breast. Let my heart be full of your joy. Your radiance alone lights the temple of my eyes. Oh, fill it completely.
my dear friends, keep the song in your hearts. I'm Daniel Gundlach. For Fred and Janet. <laughs>